previously on Modular. Bradley got a message from a Dabber Gwen, leading him to get a sweet magical tattoo. Back in town, Bradley, Quinn, and Seagull were granted no rest before setting off to save Big Al, a rancher taken hostage by orcs nearby. On the way, the trio got their first peek at the elusive Dragon of Icefire Peak, which proceeded to murder a horse right in front of them. At the ranch, Seagull was brutally killed in front of Bradley. Now, will our heartbroken hero be able to save this hostage? Or is Big Al's fate sealed once and for all? My name is Luke Job. My name is Thorne George. And this is Modular. The podcast where we take you through the modules written by Wizards of the Coast for the 5th edition of Dungeons & Dragons. That's right. These are the pre-written stories made up by the guys who made up Dungeons & Dragons. We didn't write them, but we're here to run them for you. And why would we do that, Luke? Well, Thorne, maybe you're a DM who's thinking about running a particular campaign, and you want to get a feel for how it plays out. Maybe you're a player who's already been in this particular campaign, and you want to reminisce on the good old days. Maybe you've never played D&D before, in which case... What? Go to the first episode. Come on, what are you doing? You should be warned, though. Each of our episodes will take on a part of these pre-written adventures. That means there are major spoilers for the key plot points of Dragon of Ice Spire Peak in this episode. And Thorin, you should warn them about one more thing. Oh, that's right, Luke. Modular is not a podcast for children. It contains explicit language, as well as adult themes like sex, which there hasn't really been too much of yet, alcohol, drug use, violence, and trafficking. So please be aware of these not-so-kid-friendly themes. <laughs> so, without further ado, welcome to Modular. And our session 8 of Dragon of Ice Spire Peak. flashes so quickly one solid motion and this orc just throws it and it sinks into the wall fuck I'm so I'm so tired <laughs> I am so tired of doing this shit I'm not I'm not some I'm not some stereotype people are so racist against orcs what the fuck is this no I I didn't want to kill this guy I don't. I don't want your gold. Okay, I don't. I don't want anything. Um. I. Honestly, um, I, I, I shouldn't be forgiven for anything I've done. I mean, I, I, I killed one of his ranch hands. Big Al's kind of on the ground. He looks worse than you do. 
I mean, he's he's a, he's conscious, but barely. But he kind of gruffs at that. It's it's just like you're you're born into a family. You're stuck doing these same things. But we had it good, you know. We weren't hurting anybody in the mountains. That fucking dragon Cryovane came in. I saw him eat my mom. Okay, <laughs> like listen. There's there's a cult, all right, and they, and they worship Talos, uh, you know, evil god of storms. They tried to recruit us when we left, and and of course we didn't want to do that because we're not crazy religious zealots. But there are still some bad guys that I was running with, you know, some some reavers, some some murderers. They're bad guys, and they are at the shrine of Savras, all right, and. I feel bad selling them out, but they're not going to stop. I mean, they'll... The cult's bad. They're bad, too. You know, it's it's not like one wrong makes another wrong a right, right? Like, surely there's a more succinct way to say that, but... Uh, whoever you are, okay, you seem... Heroic. The Shrine of Sovereign is crawling with orcs that I was running with, and... They gotta be stopped. You hear Quinn's voice from behind him. Quinn's holding his crossbow. He says, Wait, you're telling me you're just gonna... You're gonna turn on your brothers? What? Are you... You're a fucking rat. And the orc looks at him and says, What? No, I'm... I'm trying to make peace. I'm trying to... I'm trying to right my wrongs. Quinn spits at the ground. Fuck your wrongs. You gotta own that shite. Everybody does something bad, but you're gonna sell out your own fucking people? Your brothers? You're gonna rat them out? Fuck no. Immediately, Quinn pulls the trigger of his crossbow. The bolt sinks into this orc's eye. And the orc falls down. Quinn puts his crossbow on his back. Nothing worse than a rat, Mr. Copper. All right. Uh, let's, let's get Big Al untied here. Quinn does his, undoes his ropes, takes out the gag. Big Al looks at him and says, I'm picking up my fucking gold, by the way. Yeah, you get your gold back. Big Al looks at him. You did the right thing, son. That, that man needed to pay. That orc needed to pay. He killed one of my ranch hands. He beat me bloody. That was justice. Quinn nods. What? I mean, I didn't... No, 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 no. That's... <laughs> I'm sorry. There is no justice in death. You still have to live. The peoples whose families of this ranch hen, they have to exist without him. This guy right here, he's dead. There's no justice in death. Don't call that justice. I'm not saying it wasn't the right thing to do, but don't, don't parade it around like it was some good-natured thing. Death is not justice. Big Al spits and he says, Who the fuck are you anyway? I mean, thanks for saving me, but how are you going to come in here and lecture me? I'm Bradley fucking Copper. I saved your ass. We killed the orcs on this farmstead. You owe us thanks. Fuck you. You killed them, huh? You put them into the ground, We put them in the fucking ground. I thought that wasn't justice. It's not, but it's a job. Quinn walks over to you, and he he touches your arm and says, Mr. Copper, let me talk to him. You go get some air. I'm... I'm gonna go bury Seagull. 
Right, you do that. And I swear to God, if he... I'll be back. Or you meet me upstairs, whatever. Quinn nods. You walk back upstairs, back into the farmhouse, and you see the lifeless little body of your excitable crab pal. He just wanted an adventure, and... (laughs) I dropped to my knees. I'm so sorry, Seagull. I didn't mean for this I'm trying so hard not to laugh. Okay. You pick up the two halves of your little pal. You walk him outside, and you just instinctively walk to the pond. It, it makes the most sense. Seagull, from what little you knew about him, you knew he loved the water. Do you say anything? Do you pray anything? I know I didn't know you for long. But you were a good friend in the few hours that I did. I hope if there is a crab afterlife, you have a golden throne and... To any gods who are listening, treat him well. He was good. He was good. And I'm going to turn around and walk back towards the house. As you place him out in the water, turn around, you see Quinn standing behind you, and he says, that was good, Mr. Cropper. You were better to that crab than anybody would have expected, so... He reminded Um, me of my brother. When he was younger. Hmm. Well, I'll say this about you, Mr. Copper. You're you're a loyal friend. Seagull was lucky to have you. Yes. I didn't know you had a brother. Oh, yes. I have a a younger brother. And I have um, a couple of of good friends. We had a third, but he, he was a bad seed. So we don't really talk with him anymore. I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, it's okay. It's, it is what it is. Um, right. I'm... I mean, did he? Did he? Well, we don't have to talk about it. Yes, let's not. I am tired as piss. I don't want to stay here with that piece of shit man. Um, he probably exploits his workers anyway. Let's head back. He says, Mister Copper. You want to rest? He he's offered us room, just to just to take a quick long I... rest. I do not accept his room. I will you. I'll continue marching ahead. I will leave my horse here. You catch up with me, Mister Copper. With all due respect, you are my boss, but. I'm not going to follow that order. I'll be coming with you. Suit yourself. The two of you hop back on your horse. I, and you, I spit towards the farmhouse. The two of you ride in silence. It's probably the, the longest silence the two of you have shared. Quinn, Quinn has a way about him that he could, you know, talk a train off its tracks. But right now, there's no need to do that. 
you meander back into town. When you get to Coneyberry, about 25 miles from town, there is a, a sign pointing uh, south, and it says that the Shrine of Sovereign is that way. Let's take mock of that and come back. Two of you make it into town. Inverna sees you as you enter and, and Harbin's with her and he says, Sheriff, Sheriff Knight, please, caught me up to date. Did you, did you save Big Al? I mean, we were, is he okay? He's alive. Well, oh, that's, that's good work then, the uh, dead. Mr. Copper. Thanks he says, to um, myself and Quinn here. And if you don't mind, I do not want to speak. I just want to go to bed right now. He says, well, I, I mean, I could, I have a reward for you. Can it wait until tomorrow, if you don't mind? Yes, of course. Inverna just kind of watches you silently. And as you start to walk off, she grabs your hand. She says, I can tell that. Did a number on you, Bradley. Good work out there. Thank you, Inverna. Now, if you'll excuse me, I don't mind. I don't mean to be rude, but I am very tired right now. <laughs> uh. She she tips her hat. You walk into the Stonehill Inn. You and Quinn look like shit. Toblin, he knows not to say anything. He just kind of nods to you and seeing to Toblin, you go. It does remind me of something. I say, oh, Toblin, uh, remind me sometime coming days or weeks. I do have another song that I would like to perform. Well, that that would be wonderful, Mr. Copper. Yes, of course. And you brought in quite amount of business, so a- any time. Uh, he he kind of pats you on the arm and he says, I, I don't know what the... That's not his voice. I don't know what the, the life of an adventurer holds, but... It seems it's done a number on you right now. I'm just tired. Master Copper? We've been going for, what, 30 hours now? I need some sleep, for sure. You go get some rest. When you, when you wake up, there'll be a hot meal waiting. I appreciate it. Thank you. And of course, I Master Copper. go to bed. You take a long rest, so does Quinn. You both level up. When you wake, you feel revitalized, as you are now level four. Oh, I feel so much better. Oh, bless Toblin has, day. <laughs> has left you uh, a big, fat steak with some carrots and potatoes and green beans, uh, and there's a nice big mug of ale. There's also a letter with the meal. It's got your name on it, Bradley Copper. I'll go ahead and read it. It's from your brother, Sly. Dear brother, it's your brother, Sly. I wanted to write to you because Dad said you didn't write to him after he wrote to you, and I was thinking, why not write? Like, that? that's not right, right? So, like, are you alive and stuff? Also, good news, dude. I'm making fat bankroll selling drugs in Neverwinter. <laughs> it's super rad. I sold some weed to Atribius, our old friend. You remember him. Uh, you heard about his glaucoma, right? Uh, I don't know. It's supposed to help. 
<laughs> the weed is supposed to help, I mean. Uh, it's a total bummer, you know, that glaucoma for a dude who loves to read, but I think the weed does help. I'm also selling uh, lots of moonshine to our old buddy Braff Karzak. You heard about uh, the attack, right? Some dudes beat him within an inch of his life. He's paralyzed from the waist down now, so, you know, there goes his leg modeling career. Um, super sad stuff, don't you think? Uh, hey, man, but I'm doing pretty good. I mean, I'm, like I said, making a lot of money. Hope you are too, big bro. Uh, if you're dead, I guess I won't get a letter from you, so. Love ya, Sly. P.S. Remember our little street gang when we were kids? Sounds like a new gang called the Stone Cold Reavers are on the Sword Coast. I mean, that's a pretty badass name, huh? Maybe I could sell drugs to them. And that's the letter. The Stone Cold Reavers, that was the... I heard about them, right? From the dwarves. Yep. But I don't know anything about them. Nope. Okay. I'm going to write my brother back. I'm going to say, Dear Slander. I'm glad you're making money. It's good to have a fortune outside of father's. But I'm not certain you're doing <laughs> the safest thing. I know there are a lot of other drug dealers in Neverwinter, and I know a lot of them would have your head if you stepped onto their turf. Perhaps you should do something a bit more lucrative, but also safe. I lost a friend of mine, and he reminded me a lot of you. And I don't want to lose you either. On another note, I had not heard about Brath's attack. Uh, Father failed to mention it in his letter. Um, one of the reasons why I refused to write Father back. Um, you can tell him to go take a fat shit. No, don't tell him that. <laughs> tell him that I am busy adventuring. He'll love it. And I put adventuring in quotes. Nice. Anyway, just be safe out there, little bro. Warmest regards, Bradley. Perfect. You hand that off to Trilena. Yeah. Uh, when it's appropriate, she says she'll get it out to you soon. Kind of tucks it away in her bag. Uh, Quinn comes to you and he says, Mr. Copper, I don't know about you, but you know how like right after you work out, you kind of feel like crap? But then, you know, you take a good shower and you're like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. Yes. That's how I feel right now. That's that's kind of how I'm feeling as well, at least physically. Good. And, and emotionally? I'm fine. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you're expecting me to say. <laughs> well, OK. I mean, just checking in. Um, just updated for you. Uh, so Quinn now has 32 HP. Um, and that's how much I have too. And his uh, strength modifier went up. Nice. So he'll be he'll be adding extra. Um, Hell yeah, extra uh, one extra damage. Um, and he's he also has the improved critical nineteen or twenty, but he had that before. I just haven't rolled. Yeah, a nineteen or twenty with him. So yeah, he's he's a little bit tougher now, as are you. Hell yeah, we are. You got back into town probably midday 
and then nap. So now it's nighttime. Do you want to go ahead and just put on a spontaneous show for the people of Fandolin? Yeah, I would love to. Quinn is happy to go around town, giving out the word. Um, Elsa comes and she says, Oi, that's it, Mr. Copper. I tell you what, I'm excited for this song, eh? Yes, I am as well. Uh, and that lighthouse you told us about, good stuff. Yeah, ha- you had fun there, did you? No, but I got a new mace, and I'd show her my neat little mace. I mean, that that's a bloody weapon, isn't it? Well, that, that's just fantastic, Mr. Copper. And she kind of gives you a hug, oh, and th- she's she starts getting ready to serve people drinks for your show. All right. You... Um, Harbin Wester peeks his head into the bar, and he says, hmm, Yes, Mr. Copper, uh, good to see you again. Um, of course, uh, about your reward, yes, I, I already I saw... Yes, I do apologize Mr. about I... my... Rudeness earlier, Townmaster. No, no, of course. I mean, uh, I'm sure it's hard uh, for an adventurer. I, I paid Mr. Hightopple his uh, his dues, but here you go. And he gives you 50 gold. 50 gold. Nice, nice. Honestly, I'm kind of glad we robbed that motherfucker, or burgled that <laughs> stupid ass. I, I thought you might be. Inverna comes in, she says, Mr. Copper, uh, um, I decided uh, I need to start paying you a little bit more respect. You're doing a hell of a job, and the whole first name thing, I just... Uh, if that offended you, I, I am sorry. No, no, it's its quite all right. You, you know, we... It's fine. I, you know, I, I was... My father taught me that uh, manners are the most important thing, especially when making a, a first uh, acquaintance. Um... Your father might not have taught you the same. I completely understand. Yeah, my my daddy was a was a ranch hand, and manners what nothing to do with it. So I don't know, but there um, is something. Sorry to cut you off. Very important. We learned the location of a gang of orcs at the shrine of Sovereus. Yeah, that's that's not too far from here. About. Maybe 20, 25 miles. We were informed that these are all very bad orcs, and they're going to continue to do bad things unless someone puts a stop to them. Uh, she nods and says, uh, they ain't, they ain't cultists, are they? No, I don't believe so. Hmm. Well, either way, um, I mean, I, I sat on my thumb last time when you went out, so how about tomorrow you and me, we take a trip down to the Shrine of Sovereigns, huh? I'm... All good for that, definitely. Perfect. She uh, she kind of winks at you and she says, "I'll be sticking around for your show. See how good you play that uh, that liar there." It's and she better than anyone else in the round. She goes and gets a drink. Uh, Sister Gurele also comes in, who you haven't seen in a bit. Uh, yeah, since she I, has a very since I failed at flirting with her, right? Yeah, she has a she's a black eye. She's a black eye. She says, "I walk up to her and I say, Sister Grayley, who did this to you?" She smiles and she says, "Ah, uh, oh yes, Master Copper. It's it's a pleasure to see you. I uh, I wanted to come by your show and support you because I uh I heard that you made a, a donation to my shrine and and I'm very pleased to hear that." 
that that doesn't answer my question. <laughs> Who? What's up with the black eye? <laughs> she leans in. Uh, she puts her arm around your back and like gives you a kind of intimate hug. Puts her lips right to your ear and whispers so softly, no one can hear it but you. We should have a talk later. I hug her back and I say, all right. I'll feel excuse me. I look forward to listening to your music. Yes, it will be phenomenal. Uh, have you, 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 you've seen my previous show, yes? Oh yes, I, I quite enjoyed it. I mean, a woman of the faith, you know, uh, I don't get to hear much live music, but it was nice. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I hope you'll enjoy this one as well. Actually, I you know head up you on enjoy stage. this one. Oh, shit. You head up on stage, uh, crowd's waiting on you. What do you say? I say... Welcome, everyone. This was put on specifically by Toblin for your enjoyment. Let's give him all... Let's all give him a round of applause. Crowd goes wild, and Toblin just waves and he says... We all know they're here for you, Master Copper, so please and enjoy the show. Um, then I begin playing.
your show ends, the crowd goes wild. People are, are cheering, Bradley, Bradley, Bradley. And once again, just like before. I say, everybody be sure to buy two more rounds. <laughs> they go crazy. People are taking shots. There's fucking someone crowd surfs. For why? We don't know. There's wow, no, and everyone is people. respectful. Everyone is respectful of the bar. No glasses are broken. Everyone tips more than 20%. It is Hell yeah. really cool. Why can't the real world be like this? Hey, man, this is Dungeons & Dragons. We get to make up a fantasy where things are great. <laughs> um, uh, the crowd, everybody wants to talk to you. It's, it's once again, it's the highest high. You, you more than anything want to be loved you want to be a hero you want to help people and make people feel happy and that's what you're doing and even though you present this whole i'm just here to make money you you project an idea of yourself that you aren't and in this moment it's the real you it's it's the you saying wow these people just love my music and you're you're ecstatic everybody wants to talk to you as the crowd dies down uh inverna leaves and and toblin starts closing up shop for the night um he says to Sister Grayley, um, Sister, uh, I must ask you, if, if you're not staying, um, you don't have to go home, but, but you can't stay here. And Sister Grayley kind of looks at you. Oh, yes, I do have, uh, I have business with the good sister. Um, if you'll follow me, Sister Grayley. And I'm just uh, going to Toblin... take her up to my room. Toblin kind of looks at Quinn, and Quinn kind of looks at Toblin, and they're like, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, what's going on there? Uh, she comes up to your room and closes the door and she says, Bradley, I need to speak to you about something quite serious. Um, you asked why I got this black eye. Well, I'm not just a holy woman. I am a spy with... The organization called the Harpers. Maybe you've heard of them. I have heard of them. They were instrumental in taking down Tiamat, yes? Yes. They are, for all intents and purposes, the greatest force of good within Faerun. So why I... do they have you down here in Phandalin? Fendlin's a new town, it's up and coming, and it, it could help uh, quite a lot. The Lord's Alliance hasn't gotten its greedy teeth into it yet. Uh, the Zenterum, I know, is trying. But more than anything, the Harper's rotten off of information. And when you came into town, I needed information on you to know if you were actually good for our little hamlet or not. And you present yourself as this you know, working man, you're just here to make a penny. But I, I know you don't need the money. But regardless of that, maybe you are here just to make your own fortune. Either way, I went to Neverwinter just to do some harmless digging on you, and I got into a bit of a scrap with a gang called the Stone Cold reavers my <laughs> it's funny you say that my brother just wrote me a letter saying 
they, they're up and coming. I, this is, what, the third time? I've heard of them now. The dwarves in the mine uh, do... What, what direction was west, right? Uh, the dwarves are south, southwest. Southwest uh, of town. They were mentioning the Stone Cold Reavers as well. Hmm. Well, then they're well informed. Bradley, do you know a woman by the name of Runa Voktotir? No, the name doesn't ring a bell. She seems to be quite touchy about you. She... I mean, working with the Harpers, I have to go through some reputable and some less than reputable sources to get the information I need. Someone told me to speak to her about you. She gave me this. She told me the next time I saw you that I could tell you to go to hell and that you were a dead man walking. Who... Who in the nine hells is this woman? I... (laughs) I've never met anyone by that name in my entire life. She's with the Stone Cold Reavers. That's all I know, Bradley. But you need to know there is a well-funded group of people out there that mean you harm. You should be careful. They also attacked my friend, Braff. But why would they do that? What do they have against the both of us? You're certain that your friend Braff was attacked by the Reavers? That's what my brother said. He said they attacked him and paralyzed him from the waist down. Hmm. All right. Or do I still have the letter uh, on me? Yeah, your brother's letter? Yeah. yeah. Now, or I, and I say, or at least I believe that's what he said. I mean, I mean, he didn't say exactly that, but I, you know. One could draw the conclusion. One could draw the conclusion. All right. Well, Bradley, listen. I know whether it's gold-oriented or gold-motivated or not. You are good for Fandolin. I see it not only in the people you protect and and the deeds you do, but also, I mean, tilling the earth, working with your hands all day and all night. People need enjoyment, and your music brings that to them. If people mean you harm. I mean to find out why. I will be staying the night in Fandolin. Come morrow, I will ride back towards Neverwinter. And I will try and get you more information. Does that sound all right? Yes, that sounds fine with me. I appreciate it very much. She nods and she just says, Well, stay safe, Bradley, and Thank you. I'll you see you soon. Stay safe as well. She leaves. What you want to do? I just kind of sit down, and I want to... I'm just... It doesn't make any sense. Why... Who have I brought harm to? Certainly it can't be... Lebul. We were children. He wouldn't hold a grudge that long, right? I'll, uh... I'll go see what Quinn's up to. Uh, Get this off of my mind. You head downstairs uh quinn is rather drunk 
Uh, he says, oh, Mr. Copper, there he is. The singing man, do-do-do, slow ride, slow ride, do-do-do-do-do. That was good. That was rather good, Mr. Copper. Mmm, this is good. And then he sips more of his wine. This is good. What you got there, Quinn? Uh, it's called wine. <laughs> but not like whining, it's like wine. I, no, I mean, I know like... what wine is. I'd... <laughs> it's a homograph, <laughs> okay? I don't... All right. Uh, what, what's up with you, Mr. Copper? What's new, Boogaloo? <laughs> he boops you on the nose. <laughs> oh, nothing. <laughs> nothing, really. I. Uh, are you ready to go to the shrine tomorrow? Oh, I'll, I'll wake up spick and span. I know I will. All right. But will you? I mean, are you ready? Like, it kind of took a toll on you, didn't it? That last one. I could that tell. Was... <laughs> I mean, not to be insensitive, but he, you know, you said it. He's just a crab, like, surely you can cut ties easier than that. I mean, he just... I've only really ever cut ties once in my life. Mm, girlfriend, yeah. N- no, it was, uh, remember that friend I was telling you about? It was it was the bad seed. And mm, that... Right, okay. That hurt me. He was a good friend, though he didn't do very good things. And so when I make attachments, it's hard for them, or it's hard for me, to be right in the head when they're severed. Hmm. So was this falling out on you, Mr. Copper? Because it kind of sounds like it was if you got that much guilt. It was... It was a group decision uh, between me mm. and the rest of our friend group. Mm. Mm. Sorry. A bit of indigestion. Um, That's quite all right. But, all right, so you and your friends decided to kick your other friend out of their friend group. I mean, essentially. Right? Okay, well, I mean... That's probably shite for your friend, but well, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, yes, I, I hope so. I hope it's fine. Um, he he touches your chest, Mister Copper. And the world is a shithole. I don't know if you got a good heart or not, but whatever kind of heart you got, you need to harden it. You need to make it cold. Because, let's be honest, if kicking a friend out of your friend group brought you that much grief, you're probably not ready to be an adventurer. <laughs> and he vomits all over you. God damn it, Quinn, this is the second... <sighs> Alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take off my shirt, I'm gonna say, Toblin, can you help me wash this really quick? Soblin helps you out. The two of you get Quinn cleaned up. Um, I'm just gonna... I'm gonna put my shirt back on. I'm gonna say goodnight to Toblin and Quinn, and I'm gonna just go to my room and go to sleep. Are you gonna carry him upstairs? He's passed out. He's passed out? Yeah, oh yeah, he's passed out. I'm a little... I mean, I'm a little peeved about how he just said I'm not ready to be an adventurer. That kind of makes me think of my dad. So I'm not gonna carry him upstairs this time. I'm just gonna go to my room and go to sleep 
Perfect. In the morning, the two of you prepare yourself. Would you like to sell any treasure that you might have? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should probably sell those gems, right, that we got? Right. Okay, so I have nine of those. I think you have ten and Quinn has five. Ten? Okay. I have okay, cool. It said nine right here, but I'll add one more. How much are they worth? You go to see gotta remember this NPC's name. And then I also Barthen. You go see you go see uh Barthen at Barthen's provisions. Okay. You, sh- you show them the stones. Ah, Mr. Copper, let me tell you that, that. Those are nice. Those are nice gems. Well, uh, how about this? 100 gold for you, 50 gold for you. And he uh, he starts flicking gold out of his thumbs. He's like, ah, da 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 Okay, da, okay, ooh, please. Ah. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. So you get 100 gold, and Quinn gets 50. I also want to go check. How long is it? It's only been one day since we left, right? So she wouldn't be done, the smithy wouldn't be done with my weapon yet? Uh, she, uh, no, she's done. Oh, she's done? Okay, I'm yeah. gonna go there then. Right, Mr. Copper, I saw you perform again last night. Yes, I saw you in the crowd. I don't know if you saw me give you that little wink. She, she looks at you and she says, Oh, don't make a, a woman blush, Mr. Copper. She says, anyway, I got, I got this rapier for you. And she pulls out a fine silvered rapier. So this will do, this will, you know, ignore non, like, oh, what the fuck am I trying to say? If something is immune or resistant to non-magical damage, Hell yeah. this does magical damage. She gives you a silvered rapier and she says, nice. I thought for your, your wee little arms, you know, that would be good. You know, you, you look quick. You look quick, so you're probably good at stabbing. And she, she touches your arm and she says, oh, me." I mean, maybe not that wee, but, you know. Just a bit. <laughs> just a bit uh, just a bit of muscle between the boys. <laughs> just a bit of muscle between the boys. Um, I kind of, when she touches my arm, I kind of flex it a little bit. <laughs> uh, roll me performance. Performance? Oh, I'm good at <laughs> yeah. that. Hold on. Cool, let me roll good, please. I got a 17. 17. This, uh, like, 50-year-old, like, beefy woman feels you flex, and she says, Mr. Copper, I tell you, I know when you're trying to impress a girl. And uh, she just grabs you by the collar. She kisses you, lays one right on you. And she says, there you go, Mr. Copper. Now, that's that's what you wanted, I know. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> you're quite generous. <laughs> Quinn looks at you like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> um, well, we must be off. Uh, Quinn shops around for some new armor, but he doesn't buy any right now. The two of you head off, letting your other horse rest. You mount Roach once more. Mr. Copper, are you going to name your horse or not? I'm still working on it. <laughs> Right, righto. All Actually, right, well. I'm going to name it Seagull in remembrance of our dear friend who is departed from us. Quinn nods and says, that's that's a kind tribute. 
All right, should we, uh, here, you stay here with Roach, and I'll go get Inverna. If, Inverna? Yeah. Okay. You go find her. Inverna is saddled up. She has a long sword on her hip. She has a light crossbow on her back. Um, she says, all right, Mr. Copper, um, you ready to go fuck some bitches up? Oh, I'm more than ready. Believe me. All right, then. She, uh, she kind of trots up to the main street. You get on your horse. She looks back at you and she says, let's see if you can keep up. And she, yeah, rides off. Uh, go ahead and make me an animal handling check. Okay. If you want to try and catch her. 13. She's outrunning you, uh, for sure. The two of you have have a bit of a race. Uh, she, she's just winning the whole time looking back. Come on now, Mr. Copper, you can catch up. Uh, I'm just kind of I'm just kind of holding A on my controller just to stay yeah. a couple paces behind her. Uh, she leads the way. When you get to Coneyberry where the, the other horses are, those or where their horses were and where you saw the dragon swoop down and, and snag one, uh, those horses are now gone, but the the road leading towards the shrine is still there. All right. Let's... I say, I say we give the horses a rest for a minute, if that's all right with you. Going on foot makes uh, perfect sense to me. And now, did you take the mounted combat feat? I did. Okay. But you're going to leave him? Yeah. I mean, it's not my horse, so... It's wrote. It's mm. you know. It's it's Quinn. So I'll just next time we're on mine though. Um, Hell yeah! But I am gonna say cool. I am gonna say we should leave these uh, horses indoors somewhere that can hold them. Uh, you kind of find some some rubble of a ruined like old house. Tie them up, and and they seem pretty safe. All right. And Vernon looks at you and she says, you you worried about getting horse-snapped? Something like that, yes. Quinn, his eyes just kind of go wide and he says, yeah, you can call it that. <laughs> <laughs> the three of you move just down this trail. It You walk for a few miles, um, probably around noon, and eventually you spy... Uh, a ruin. A ruin stands in the middle of a vast field north of the rocky foothills of the Sword Mountains. An old stone temple with a belfry jutting from its peaked roof is enclosed by stone walls, many sections of which have collapsed. The trail ends at a crumbling gatehouse, the doors to which were sundered long ago. Three of the four towers that once stood at the corners of the outer walls have collapsed. Only the northeast tower remains, and a guard stands atop it. I need you to make me a stealth check. Stealth. All right, Quinn, disadvantaged. Rolls a 19. Disadvantage. Hell yeah. I got a 7. And Inverna got a 7. Quinn, in his heavy chain mail, uh, manages to leap behind a bush. The two of you just so slow uh, and you know that you're immediately spotted by a guard 
doesn't matter what you want to do, because in a moment you hear a, oh, as a war horn is blown. It sounds just like that. It's kind of a weak war horn. Okay. Inverna pulls her sword. Uh, she's got it two-handed, so she's she's got lower AC than Quinn and will do more damage. She says, Anybody want to try and flank, or are we just rushing in here like a goddamn battlefield? I say we rush in. All right. The three of you assemble like the tiniest squad of Avengers and start moving... Start moving towards this ruined shrine, and out emerges an ogre with a great club. It just says, You look tasty. Roll initiative. Seven. Verna got a 19, Quinn got a 16, Ogre got a 9. This orc comes bumbling towards you, and Verna sheathes longsword, pulls out light crossbow, fires, hits, deals 10 points of damage to this thing. Shunts into its shoulder. Uh... Quinn rushes up to it and he says, Now this kind of gets my blood boiling fighting something this fucking huge. And he just starts punching into its shin. <laughs> it, it, could, it could literally just lift its leg and he would go flying like 50 feet. Quinn also deals... He actually deals 11 points of damage. Oh shit. He smacks into this thing. And it is your turn. So I'm going to try... I'm going to try once again to use my wizard's cap. So okay. I'm going to make an arcana check. And for arcana, I get a plus two. A natural 20. Nice. Whatever cantrip you want to cast, you can cast. I'm going to cast a firebolt. So let me see if that hits. Okay. 19 Plus yep. whatever. 1d10 fire damage. 1d10 fire damage, baby! Oh, whoops. That's 9 damage. Okay. This fire explodes on this thing's chest. You you three just did a lot of damage very quickly. It yells, Not nice, not nice! And it swings its great club. And then as a hold on down. as a bonus Ooh. action, mm-hmm. I want to do I want to give Inverna. I say, Inverna, you've got this. And I give her Bardic Inspiration. Also, shouldn't the ogre have gone before what? me? No, no, it rolled worse than you. Oh, okay. If I said it rolled better, it didn't. Um Inverna looks at you and says, What what the hell? I know I've got this. Uh, you give her bardic inspiration. Now this ogre swings down at Quinn. Hits him. Quinn takes... 13 points of damage. This thing smashes into him. 
he kind of crumples. Oh, God. All right, it is big. It is big. Uh, it's Inverna's turn. She opens fire again. Hits. Ten more damage. This thing already looks worse for wear. And Quinn says, Mr. Copper, I don't know if I can crush it, because this guy's probably got a big cock, but I'm going to try and smack it. <laughs> and he's going to try and speed bag where he <laughs> this, this dangling dick might be. Jesus Christ. He hits. <laughs> he deals seven, eight. He deals eight points of damage. So he smacks this thing. It cries out in pain, and it is your turn, Bradley. I'm going to... I'm going to pull out my new rapier and I'm going to go and I'm going to attempt to stab this dude with it. 18 to hit. That hits. (laughs) Three damage. What's your dexterity bonus? It's a plus two. You rolled a one? Yeah. (laughs) Rough. You poke this thing in its toe. And it says, no, no, not nice, not nice. And it's going to swing its great club at you. 17 hits. You take 14 points of damage as this thing cracks into your side, kind of spinning you. And Verna says, gods be damned. Mr. Copper, you do got some balls on you. And she shoots right at this thing's face. It's a hit. This crossbow bolt sinks into this thing's eye, and it falls down dead. The three of you kind of dust yourself off. She says, Mr. Copper, are you accustomed to running in to the fray of things? I mean, I'm more of a standing-in-the-back kind of guy, but I'm here for supporting you. Right, right. Well, yeah, maybe don't do that again. Uh, Quinn looks at her and says, All right, well, calm down, all right? We already won the fight. She points as you see the the orc on the tower has pulled out a heavy crossbow, three other orcs, and another ogre are charging you. Modular is Thorin George as Bradley Copper, and Luke Job as our DM. The story you heard today, as well as 99% of the characters, were created by Wizards of the Coast, and can be found in the module Dragon of Icefire Peak. Our music today was written and performed by Max Hedman. You can find Max's music anywhere you listen to music, and you can find his website link in the description of this very episode. You can follow us on Twitter, at ModThePod, join our private Facebook group, at the Modular Podcast Fan Club, follow us on Instagram at the Modular Podcast, Follow us on TikTok at The Modular Podcast, and subscribe to us on YouTube at The Modular Podcast. Here's a quick shout out to Cody Jeff, Jess Williams, and Avery Pelsman, 
who are all members of the Modular Podcast Fan Club on Facebook. If you want a shout out on this very show, maybe you should join that Facebook group too. Every bit of support you're offering us, every bit of share uh, or like or <laughs> every bit of share. Um, I'm a boomer. Anyway, whatever support you're giving to us, it's very appreciated. And we see you, we hear you, and we want to keep providing good content for you. So please interact with us on social media. Tell us what you think of the show. Send in questions. Uh, at the end of this season, which is which is coming up, we're going to do a sort of a, a live table ask and answer situation. So Send us some questions if you have any. New episodes come out every Tuesday, and until then, thank you for listening to Modular.